Now, the rest of the story. Francis Farcellus' church was a hard-boiled journalist of the old school. It was in his blood. His daddy had founded the New York Chronicle. His brother was a newspaper man. A New York Times correspondent during the Civil War, Francis Church saw reality up close on a daily basis and reported it faithfully as such. Life does not come sugar-coated, Francis learned as a young man. He persistently refused to characterize it thus for his readers. You see what we have here, the makings of a perfect curmudgeon. For as the years passed from wartime to peacetime and the beat shifted from a battleground to a safe, secure desk, the glint in the eye and the fire in the belly gradually diminished to a squint over the spectacles and a third-rate case of chronic dyspepsia. No, his passion for the truth never subsided. It simply took on the guise of cynicism after a while. By the autumn of 1897, Francis Farcellus Church, boy reporter, was 58 years old, a 20-year veteran editorial writer for the New York Sun, whose tolerance for the frivolous had long since dropped to zero. In his editorials, Mr. Church preferred to comment on religious topics, which he often treated with considerable skepticism. The more controversial the subject, the more Mr. Church seemed to relish it. And so it was perhaps with that in mind that his managing editor, Edward P. Mitchell, presented him with that particular letter on that particular September afternoon. Mr. Church's response to his superior was something like, You've got to be joking. But Mr. Mitchell was quite serious. Please answer this for tomorrow's edition, he said. And Mr. Church, bristling, returned reluctantly to his desk, and he began writing. What happened to him between the moment he started that editorial and the moment he finished is anybody's guess. Something must have. For you see, Francis Farcellus Church wrote something utterly uncharacteristic in that day. In a sense, if only for 400 words or so, he became somebody that he was not. And yet those words comprise his only legacy as a journalist, and they remain the only reason that anybody is at all curious about him nearly a hundred years later. His editorial, September 21, 1897, was unsigned. In fact, it was not until after he died in 1906 that he became publicly known as the author. But now you will never forget the no-nonsense newspaper man named Francis Farcellus Church because of a solitary glaring inconsistency in his otherwise grimly logical career. Mr. Church never had children of his own, and yet in spite of his sardonic self, he was to make glad the hearts of childhood for countless millions of all ages, especially in this season of the year. For once upon a time... A little girl on the brink of disillusionment wrote to the New York Sun, seeking an honest answer to a sincere question, and Francis Church wrote an editorial reply, which has echoed down through all of the generations since, saying, in essence, Yes, Virginia, there is a Santa Claus, and now you know the rest of the story.